Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the offseason through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. Bryce, uh, another just unreal, uneasy week inside the giant locker room as the fangs are out from media types, uh, you know, trying to look for stories. And I understand it, trying to dig up and, you know, put Brian Dable on the hot seat when I personally don't believe it deserves to be on the hot seat, trying to press certain players on things. Uh, let me just start with this. We need to take a deep breath as giant fans. And I, I don't want to call out the reporters either because a lot of them I love and I think do a good job. But and I know that at two and eight, there's not much left to be writing about for playoffs. First and foremost, problems, solutions, Bryce. Brian Dable and Joe Shane, as bad and as horrific as this season will ultimately represent. If you're strictly looking at stats, giving up the most yardage to the Cowboys that they've ever done in a game. I think a lot of people could get very lazy and go, this is the worst giant team I've ever seen. Who is that on? It's on the head coach and the GM. In a vacuum, fine. Can we calm down and understand the reality and the dominoes that have fallen in this season and stop trying to run away a good yeah. thing when you got it? It's easy to say dump the GM and dump the coach after two years as if last year A didn't exist. And as if, you know, this year hasn't been an unbelievable chain of events that got us to this point. Uh, Bryce, I am not on board with any of the hot take artists who thinks that these guys should be on the hot seat right now. Yeah, they were dealt the absolute worst hand possible this year. They they got every single bad thing coming to them, and it happened. And, and I think at this point, to go out of your way to claim that both of these guys deserve to be fired, I think you're part of the problem. If you're gonna if you're gonna sit here and call for another, yet another firing. I mean, how many GMs? With, I mean, this is the second GM, but this would be the you know the what the fourth or fifth head coach in the last ten years since Coughlin retired. It's just like yeah. how, how much more how much more inconsistency do you want? They made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game when no one was expecting them to, and then this year they hit a speed bump. And it was the best app, and we're going to get into this in a little, but they're finally tanking at the right time. They can get a generational quarterback that could set them up for the next 10 to 15 years for the future. So why now do you want to get rid of these guys? Yes, it was a bad season. I understand you had high hopes, you had playoff expectations, but they didn't happen. So what? And now you're yeah. in a good position to tank, and they're doing the right thing. They've made all the right moves. Like they came in with one of the worst situations in football, zero cap space, a terrible offensive line, and they made the most of it. They've gotten some good skill, skill players. They've gotten Waller. I mean, Paris Campbell has been kind of a, you know, he's been pretty mid since, since they signed him. Yeah. But Bobby not even O'Karake. a signing like that. He's here for one year. Okereke is here for long-term. Exactly. They drafted they, Nick they Fadden. The right moves. It, this isn't barren. And that's the other thing too, right? I think that because it got so bad now this year, there is this 
like overwhelming, geez, how far away are the Giants? And it's very easy to say, and I understand that. You could close your eyes and go, man, this team might be five five years away. And we do this constantly in football. And the truth is that's really not the reality most of the time if you have a competent GM and head coach, which I believe the Giants do. Things in the NFL can turn around very quickly, very unexpectedly. Look, I'm going to keep pointing to this. What about the Houston Texans this year? Exactly. Look at the Texans. Think about the AFC and what we would have told you with all the quarterbacks in the AFC if we said the Texans were in playoff. You'd say, what are you, nuts? If you hit on the right quarterback, things the coach falls into place, and, you know, balls bounce your way in a football season, the Giants have talent on this team. They absolutely do. What they didn't have was deep depth to survive certain injuries, a la Andrew Thomas. And, oh, by the way, when you go through your starting quarterback and then your backup quarterback, and you're relying on a guy that was only on the practice squad that you were hoping that you could develop down the line to be a backup quarterback to now be your starter. Come on, let's just get with reality. And then human nature means your team's going to deflate a little bit when you see you're not scoring points and all of that. So, yes, it looks horrible. It's a terrible product to watch. But I just let's take a deep breath and try to run guys out of town. I think that's going to be the solution here for the New York Giants. It isn't. And ultimately, I don't think John Mara will do that, which is fine. In terms of the players, there are two guys now this week who have stood out to me, one of which I'm a little surprised at, the other which I'm not surprised at. That are both problems. And I hate to say this, but if Daniel Jones was going to tear his ACL in many ways, if that was going to happen, I wish it happened a week prior to the trade deadline. Now, I knew that wasn't possible because he had the neck injury and everything. Because the moment he tore his ACL, we knew once and for all any fairy tale dream. That I, I even tried to cook up with you here. Hey, look at the schedule coming up, yada, yada, yada with yeah. Jones. Uh, that went out the window. And because of that, the Giants didn't trade Xavier McKinney or Saquon Barkley. They did not. And both of those guys end up being lightning rods specifically on Thursday. Xavier McKinney has said a lot of stupid things in his career, which is so odd. I met him at camp, and he seems like such a nice young kid. Uh, but he can't help himself as a leader. And now, because maybe words have gotten out of context, he did like a Marshawn Lynch on Wednesday. I'm just here to win games. I'm just here to win games. I'm just here to win games. And it just comes across so condescending. Like, he cannot find a middle ground. And as a free agent on this team, I just don't see how the giant brass looks at Xavier McKinney, despite the fact that I like him as an actual player, and says that this guy is going to be a solution on this team. So, I mean, big deal, little deal. Is he a problem? Is he a solution? I think he's a problem, Xavier McKinney, where you're at with him, Bryce. What do you expect him to say? Like, I think well, all of the all oh, the hold on, he hold manufactured hold on, with Wink Barndale, I think that's a problem. What, that, you know, exactly. All, all this... That's a problem. You That's a problem. Bryce, but you can't come back to the media then afterwards when you have your obligations. Remember, yeah. he blew off the media Sunday after the game. He's a captain. Uh, that was with the whole Dexter Lawrence thing where, you know, he didn't, McKinney didn't step up either. You don't have to say I'm just here to win games. There are good ways to perfect giving non-answers. By the way, Dable does it all the time. It's not like McKinney's a kid anymore. He's going to be, ender- I mean, I call him a young that. kid. He's four, you know, four years into the career. Figure yeah. it out, man. Figure it out. So this was the first time that he spoke. Since all all of that happened, right? From, yes. from what I read, this is this yeah, is the first time he the, spoke. He blew off the media post game, right? So he had an opportunity to clear the air here, which he didn't do. So if we're going to call him a problem, that's problematic. From not, you know, from he obviously got shooed out behind the scenes. Someone said something to him, and instead of coming back out and clearing the air, he decides to, you know, pour gasoline on the fire. And again, like I just said, what do you expect him to say? But like, you are a captain. Remember that on this Giants team, you may not be here for long, but you are a captain. 
and you're a leader on this team. You're a leader in in that locker room. You're a leader for that defense. So make these guys want to follow you. If you actually want to win games, you wouldn't just be sitting here, you know, with with with, with this huge ego, like, oh, just try to win games. Like, I, I get it. I understand why you're saying it. None of us could really, you know, make an opinion on it without knowing exactly what's going through his mind. You know, none of us have been on a football team that was expected to win eight to nine games, potentially make the playoffs, and now they're two and eight. So I cut him some slack here, but I do think what he's doing is problematic for the rest of the season. If you want to win games, that's that shouldn't be your mindset. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, you, you, that, that's not going to help you win games with that terrible mindset. Well, because he's, he's just speaking out of both sides of his mouth. Now, the other guy I do want to pivot to here is Saquon Barkley, who I have had such a roller coaster of emotions with Saquon Barkley. Um like from the moment he was drafted, right? Because he he's arguably the most polarizing draft pick in many of our lifetimes, just from the standpoint of, do you take a running back second overall? But he's also really good. So you could justify in many ways that you have a damn good football player. And then we've seen his career where he's gotten hurt. And his career is basically played out so perfect to either side of the coin. Because when he's been on the field, he's been yeah. awesome. He was yeah. a big part of the reason why they made the playoffs. So if you were pro Saquon the pick, look, 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 look. If you were anti-Saquon the pick, every time he gets hurt or every time something you point up, it goes, this is why you don't take a running back second overall. It's like, it's unbelievable how his career is almost played out identical to the debate itself. Okay. So the Giants don't give Saquon Barkley a long-term deal in the offseason. And I think that... I, I think it's fair to say many of us totally understood it. We're on board with it. Even if you were pro Saquon, anti Saquon, because you came to the terms of, you know, paying running backs long-term, just look at a rival. The Dallas Cowboys with Zeke Elliott. That turned out to be a little mistake, blah, 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 blah. But he does the right thing. He ends up finding some kind of incentive deal that he'll never reach because there were numbers that he's never reached in his career are attached to making the playoffs. Uh, and he comes back and he's there for the start of camp and he gets hurt. And he's part of the reason that giants kind of really fell apart after the Arizona game, because he wasn't out there. We saw how valuable he could be in that comes back. And in recent weeks, his play on the field, I've actually like swayed back on the pendulum of maybe I do want Saquon here for the next two, three years, especially if they have a young quarterback, because like I see the difference he makes on the field and I see that he's putting up with garbage um, and he's doing a good job of it. And now this week, I have to be honest with you, Bryce, I've swayed back the other way on. Yeah. I'm not so sure about Saquon Barkley, the leader. I'm not so sure on Saquon Barkley. Like the the persona and all we hear about is he's a great guy and a great kid. He might be. And he might be. But like none of us are actually there. I kind of get fake hero vibes from Saquon Barkley a little bit. Maybe fake hero is the wrong word. Like uh, fake leader vibes. I don't blame Saquon at all for exactly. speaking to the media about loyalty on Thursday and having been through it because he just went through a contract negotiation where he saw how dirty and spiteful it can get. I don't necessarily blame him for that. But prior to the trade deadline, there was a lot of talk about the respect the Giants had for Saquon, that they sat him down, you're not going to be traded, and they talked about loyalty there. Or they at least talked about, you know, being a solution here. Or there was going to be a reason why he would not be traded. And maybe that was strictly, I, I debated this with Tiki and Evan on the air on Thursday. Maybe that was strictly, strictly uh, Dable doesn't want the house of cards to fall apart. I think it was the, the, the term that Tiki used on this. But like, you know, I don't know, man. It just seems like you're missing something when you're Saquon Barkley and you bring up all of this stuff about two weeks after the Giants could have moved you, which would have been 
better in theory for what they're trying to build yeah. here for the next couple of years. And now you're openly saying, whether it's with another team or this, like we don't want to hear that. Even if it is the reality, it just comes across as tone deaf, I think, to the fan base right now. Sean, it's a two-way street, though, because on one side, you've got what happened last offseason where Saquon felt, uh, you know, completely neglected and disrespected and, and yada, yada, yada. And on the other side, you've got the Giants actually pledging their loyalty to him, which made no sense at the time with, with where, where the team was. I mean, you said that Daniel Jones, you know, if he went down a week before, then they probably would have traded him. So I, I guess it wasn't as easy as as most of us thought. But on on the other hand, you have the Giants pledging their loyalty to him in the middle of the season, which I think for you know for the offseason, again, like I don't blame Saquon for for feeling the way he does, but the Giants made up for it in a sense. And he said, you know, I want to be a giant forever, I want to be a giant for years to come. And now this. And now he's questioning the loyalty. And and again, it's it's understood. I understand why he's doing it. But again, it, it's a two-way street because they kind of made up for what they did. And you still are a leader on this team. And yes, before this, I think a lot of Giants fans were like, well, let's bring him back. Like, like, let's spend the $10 million a year for the next two or three years. Why not? Because he completely changes this offense when he's on the field. That's yeah. not going to happen anymore. He's done. He's done with with Big Blue. Like, there's no doubt about it. After these comments, I cannot see a way that they bring him back. But here's the thing. He's going to hit open market, and this is going to be Dalvin Cook all over again, where Dalvin Cook got no money, no teams decided to, to you know, to to open their, their checkbooks and pay him. And Saquon's going to be left with the reality and, and, and is going to have to deal with the reality that he's a running back in a league that doesn't value running backs. It's not personal, Saquon. Right. The, the only personal thing was that they didn't trade him. Like they, they're like, listen, Saquon, we love you, man. Like we want you to stay here. And they didn't trade him. It's not personal what happened in the offseason. It's business, not personal. And, and, and I think he acknowledged that. And by the way, my issue would probably be more with the Giants on that than Saquon themselves. Like if that's how Saquon feels, you guys had to have had honest conversations. Then you know, maybe you should have moved him. I I don't know. I'm just going to be so I, – I guess I'm still not fully trusting Joe Shane, especially if that Leonard Williams story comes out. Like, would you really have yeah. not have traded Leonard Williams for a second pick? So I, I while I'm advocating you shouldn't fire him, I just hope that we're still doing things in the best interest of the team and showing a little cold-bloodedness. I did want to share like a side anecdote about Saquon Barkley here. Um, I did not share this on the show on WFM because it, it partially fell out of place and B, it could be for a million different reasons. But here on this podcast, I can kind of expand a little more without people like jumping and going, oh my God, hear what he, you know, hear what he said. This week, I had the privilege and the honor to attend Darren Waller's, the Darren Waller Foundation, the Wall Ball. Okay, Darren Waller raised a lot of great money, and I encourage anybody who can go donate to check out the DarrenWallerFoundation.org um, for you know assisting today's youth with addiction rehab, uh, drugs and alcohol, and we all know Darren Waller's plight or fight if you haven't researched it a little bit, and he did such a great job. So many items to auction off. Craig Carton was the MC of this event, and he did tweet this out, a little teaser to it, that no Giants teammates showed up to this event. And the way the event, the way the event was promoted in, you know, kind of like a, a pamphlet that I got was, you know, there's going to be footballs available, you know, with your, you know, in some Darren and some of his teammates will sign. So they were definitely <laughs> expecting teammates there. I cannot speak 
as to what other teammates were supposed to be there other than Saquon Barkley. And the reason I could say that is because when the event started, and again, I'm not trying to take away from the event, and that is not the reason I was there was not to break news, which is why I'm trying to say this. And anything could be the reason why this didn't happen. But they had uh, a couple of Saquon Barkley jerseys that Saquon was going to sign that would be auctioned off. And the auctioneer kept promoting that Saquon might walk through those, through those doors at any minute, promoted he's the best running back in, in the league. And they promoted this once, twice, and it got to a third time. And by the third time, the auctioneer finally said, hey, if Saquon doesn't come through those doors, Darren will bring it back to the locker room and have it signed for him. Saquon Barkley never showed up to the event in the time that I was there. Now, could there have been a personal emergency? Of course. Could there have been some kind of family emergency, something like that? Of course. Which is why I'm not trying to fully paint Saquon Barkley as the bad guy here. All I am saying is for those that attended, which it wasn't, it was a very small, you know, a small enough crowd. It wasn't like, this is why this isn't a huge story. For those that have attended, it definitely did not make Saquon look good. But again, I don't want to say that. And then you find out, you know, you don't know what he was dealing Totally possible. Yeah. Totally. I'm just giving you the information as I observe. So I he, see that happen. Then I hear, you know, Saquon going this whole screen about loyalty and everything else. I, I've just gotten bad vibes from Saquon Barkley this week. Bad vibe, like the opposite of the vibes in which we've been painted the picture that is Saquon Barkley, the person. So do with that information what you may. Um, and I do not want that taking away from what Darren Waller did, which was a great cause. But I think we can all admit, man, a, a teammate like that throws a charity, you know, I don't, and, and it feels like and no one goes. It no just one feels, goes. That's not, a good I don't one. like that vibe from the locker room, man. I, yeah. I don't like that vibe from the locker room. Not a single player was there. And again, I don't know who else may or may not have told Darren he could go there. The only one I know is because, you know, they were announcing that they were expecting Saquon there. That's the only thing I could tell you. So well, it's I don't in, know your thoughts in, on that price. It's indicative of where this locker room is at right now, clearly in disarray. And for whatever reason, I mean, it obviously has to do with the, the Giants' lack of winning. And there's been butting of heads and it's just not ideal right now but at the same time you can't support your teammate who has his own foundation and throws an event that even sean went to like this is this one was a saquon couldn't go but but you went like that's you know if there was like more media members than there were giants teammates i mean i know there are more media members out there than than, than giants players but still you can't have one of them yeah and again not the one guy and that's what's weird about an event like that. So, like, again, you know, into my, like, full-time on-air tenure here at WF, this is the first time I got invited to, like, a player's charity event. So I'm not there to go there and go, ooh, this is going on, that's going on. Like, I'm not trying to do any kind of, like, journalism thing. I'm just speaking, you know, as a Giant fan that was there talking, it could have been anything. And it could have been totally, like, he could have let Darren know 10 minutes before the auctioneer didn't know, like... There could have been something major, and, and Saquon could be totally serious. I'm just telling you that this happened, and if you're comboing like these dominoes now of Saquon Barkley's week, it just is a bad taste in my mouth with what's going on in the giant room right now. That's it. 